Guys, another episode of Coffee with Coaches. Today, me and Laylee. Laylee is a long-time Abu Dhabi resident like myself, and she is a yoga instructor. One of the two or three yoga instructors I credit with getting me addicted inside one week. Um, really, she was... Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't have got any luckier getting uh, introduced to yoga with you know, three or an amazing yoga studio with amazing instructors in it, really. So, yes, absolutely. I credit her with that. Um, we get into everything. There's three top tips at the end of today for her sort of her morning routine, actually, which I thought was uh, really insightful. Um, we get into her journey into yoga as a um, as a practitioner and now as a teacher. We learn a lot about Laylee and her thoughts on yoga and I put in my two cents as well, which guys, I know you've told me before. I know that I talk too much on these podcasts. I get it, but it will never be. I never wanted this podcast to be a monologue from guests that I could get on, get to come on. It will always be a back and forth between me and the the guest that I have on in that episode. I'm sorry if you don't like that, um, but it's how I want them to be. And it's difficult over Zoom a little bit. I, I, I feel myself interrupt, but that's my little excuse for the for the uh, for me ex- for me interrupting is uh, Zoom is my excuse anyway. You know what to do. Get in touch. Like, subscribe, share, tell people about it. If you've got any questions, hit me up. If you've got any guests that you want me to try and get on, if you know any Abu Dhabi instructors or people in and around the health and wellness industry, let me know and I'll try and get them on the podcast for you. A pleasure as always, guys. Enjoy this chat of me and Laylee. Sorry, I've got something in my mouth. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to uh, Coffee with Coaches. Although I've not got a coffee today, I've already had one. Um, Myself, Tim College, as always. And today I've got Laylee um, on the line on Zoom because we're still in lockdown. I'll let Laylee explain. uh, uh, I'll let Laylee pronounce her second name in a second for you. Um, But I'll introduce you first of all by saying that you um, was, I think, my second or third yoga class that I did ever was with you um and you and the other coaches that I did within one week of uh of starting yoga I, I maybe saw three or four different instructors and between the three of you I think I got really lucky um and you guys you guys got me kind of addicted straight away so I think uh, I've got you to thank for that um I want to I want to get into a, a few different things but lately how are you doing to start with <laughs> <laughs> you good? Hi Tim. Yes, cool. I'm good. So yeah, it's Laylee and my family name is Behnia, but it's not an easy tr- pronunciation because it's got a little H in between. So I know. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, people, yeah. So yeah, as I mentioned there, I'll I'll introduce you and try and get things right. And uh, and if and and because that's what I see of you kind of online and know of you from training with you at Yoga One or practicing with you at Yoga One. Um, so I, I, I initially actually thought that you was yoga, yoga, yoga. And then I, and then I think I followed you online and realized that you actually, uh, do a lot of fitness, which I should have guessed because you're a very strong yogi. You know, it wasn't, I'm not saying that can't come from yoga, but you, you're clearly a very fit person and, and not just super flexible and bendy with yoga. And then I realized that. Uh, and then I also saw through you doing yoga that you're quite into the, the 
maybe mindset's not the right word of it, but definitely the uh, the spiritual side of yoga as well as the as well as the physical practice, right? Which I think is kind of common in in yoga. It seems to be across the board that people are um, you know into the the the, the, the headspace side of things as well as just being physically there you know um so am i right in saying that was yoga first your your first sort of foray into into um the health and fitness industry or was you fitness before you was yoga which way no it, it was yoga it was yoga back in when i was um 18 i'm not gonna tell you what's my age right now <laughs> you don't have to it's just 18 i wasn't gonna now. ask Eight, 18 years 18 years after <laughs> no i don't have a problem with that not anymore um so when I was 18, yeah, that was when I started my yoga practice. And that was in a very traditional way um, called Shivananda back home. And then, uh, but then I left it. When I became good at it, I kind of like got into like immigrating to another country, you know, studying at uni, not having really enough budget, you know, to show up in different yoga studios. I'm pretty much, you know, busy in the young life uh, style that you do you know other things were priority unfortunately then I left it left it that way um then I got into lesbian training yeah I yeah so that was when I was in Abu Dhabi and started um doing a lot of training at um, Abu Dhabi Country Club that's where it was ah okay so (laughs) so when you said you moved away did you mean to here was that your first sort of expat sort of uh the first time you left home was to come here? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I moved here when I was in 2005. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that you were that senior. <laughs> I thought it was only senior. <laughs> That's funny. It is quite a, yeah, it's a hierarchy of how long have you done in Abu Dhabi? Yes, it is. Oh, two years. Oh, no, I don't want to know you. <laughs> You've been with us. <laughs> so yeah, 2005. September yeah I moved to Dubai and then uh, I was a few months in Dubai and then I got a job with Etihad uh, corporate and then I moved to Abu Dhabi so that's okay started. yeah I, I I knew that uh, obviously that I mean I was at the British club at the same time you'd have been at the uh, country club then so they were kind of probably two of the main places to, yeah yeah to even... I went to British club as well yeah yeah you know it's uh it was back then there wasn't many options and you was doing Les Mills, which there wouldn't have been much. In fact, I don't think the British club had Les Mills until a few years later. So I bet you was, um, mm-hmm. I bet you was one of the only people offering that kind of stuff. And was it the, the high impact, uh, sort of, uh, body attack kind of things or body pump? Yeah. Um, so I was, it's funny, like how it's not actually funny. It's uh, back back in days it wasn't funny but now when i think about it it was meant to be so when i joined um lesmal trainings i was um, working pretty much like 11 to 12 hours a day at etihad corporate and i was dealing with a lot of anxiety attacks and um, stress got overloaded and all that and i just wanted to find a way to to heal myself so I wouldn't be really, even back in days, I wouldn't really be a fan of like taking medications or anything or getting hooked by, you know, treatments here and there. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I just showed up. I showed up in like high impact body attack, body jam, um, all those sort of trainings. And um, that helped pretty much like in about like three, four months, I yeah i as a client you was doing that or you learned to teach those those no 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 i just i was just a client no i got into like at some point i wanted to become a teacher i wanted to go and get certified in les mills 
because it was easy for me as well because one of the head coaches of Lesnar who certifies football was the guy that I grew up back home with. And then he was like motivating me and all that. But I don't know. Work was too busy. We didn't get the chance to go there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So I'm just, uh, I'm only yoga instructor. Is that I, right? I, like, I got, I got the yeah. idea that you might be, uh, you know, a uh, also qualified in other areas of fitness, which you, you clearly, no. you know, you're in great shape. So I've, I've got, you know, I'll, you're a coach anyway. We, I had this chat with another guest the other day that once you're a coach, I think you can you can learn something and adapt your coaching skills to kind of uh, suit it. So, for example, if I was to become a driving instructor now, the coaching I've learned from being a, fitness, a personal trainer, a fitness trainer for 15 years would stand me to become immediately a good driving coach if I knew the, I'm not saying I could step into it right now, but it would being a coach kind of is a job in itself and you can apply that methodology to different things. That's I true. became a snowboarding instructor a few years, uh, like 10 years ago now. And I thought immediately I was like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a better instructor than these guys that have qualified with me because I've already been a coach for 10, for five years, you know, mm -hmm. a coach of fitness. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, I think if you was to just get the certs, you're coaching, yeah. you know, you, you've been teaching yoga for, for a long time. We're not going to say how long, <laughs> are we? but you've been teaching. And, you know, yeah. So, and was it coaching? It was Etihad that brought you out here or the study? Um, no, it was an Etihad and it was in a study. Um, I wanted to actually go to UK to study. I registered for, for, for a university in UK and uh, the starting day was like, a six months further from that okay. summer 2005. So and one of my friends told me that there is a job availability in the company that he was working for. I was a graphic designer back then and uh -huh. I could start working there. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So six months I can go and like make some money before I immigrate to UK. And that's it. And, <laughs> just, and, there, and now we are. Yeah, uh, yeah here we are still. Yeah. Um, was, and and was, you, was you a yoga um, certified when you moved here no no i'm actually you mentioned that you probably uh, i'm a i've been teaching yoga for a long time but and uh, not really <laughs> it's been four years oh, yeah wow, when, okay. yeah yeah when uh where i got certified and uh it was uh, a couple of years or two three years after i was um regular practitioners and i'm like okay now i'm gonna go and take my yoga journey to another level and did you do the whole uh, uh india for a month thing or how long what was the no 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 i didn't so, um, should i go on about like my yeah, training go, 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 go. and how yeah. i started yeah so i was working in this like busy stressful corporate environmental and it was it was good and it wasn't and um, at some point, I kind of hit a rock bottom in everything in life, pretty much everything. I lost my dad. Um, I, I lost my pregnancy, you know, the first one. And uh, the job wasn't satisfying anymore and a lot of things. And then I took my first yoga training just based on being away, just isolating myself, kind of like a more intense retreat. That's how I looked at it. I never thought I'd want to become a teacher or anything. Mm. So um, Mina helped me to choose this um, company. It was a husband and wife um, called, they, they academy called Bryce Yoga. They're one of the definitely top 10 
Californian based, but they did their training in Koh Samui in Thailand. That was a very intense training. So like what they basically call their training theme is uh, fit, fly, flow, vinyasa type of thing. So it okay. was, yeah, it was a lot of like high intensity, um, high endurance yoga practice, would I say. Like every sun salutation you do, you have to hop into your handstand and all that very wow. strong uh, poses and asanas. But it was good. It um, it was definitely what I needed. So yeah, 30 days in Koh Samui in Thailand. That was my first training. That's where I got my 30 days in Koh Samui, Thailand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then the day I landed in Abu Dhabi, I started a yoga class that afternoon. That very afternoon. Oh, I really? My the first day you landed? Class. Oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. At Yoga One? No, no. Yoga One didn't exist that time. No, At Hot no. House. Oh, yeah, okay. the hot house in Alzheimer. Mm, oh, that was back in then. It was Tash, the Australian owner. She brought Bikram to Abu Dhabi, and um, I t- kind of took a side of Vinyasa in that studio. That was my oh, first amazing. Start. Okay, so that was your that was your sort of first. Like, we'll call it formal. I think is the thing to say, right? Like a formal qualification. But you'd been teaching yeah. prior to that, just yeah. because you'd been practicing for so. No, long. no, no. I didn't teach before that. Oh, no, you didn't. Not Sorry. At all. Okay. okay. I was okay. a very dedicated practitioners but no I did not teach that that was four years ago July or something yeah 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 Um, the the reason I'm probably making these mistakes is because for anyone listening and doesn't know Laylee Laylee's like you um you know sort of handstand handstand queen and a very very strong sort of practitioner she's the one that I look towards in a class and think oh yeah I'll try and try and do somewhere between that and you know, like it'd be something to aspire to is that the, how, how, uh, how strong you are on your mat. It's amazing. And, and um, the, the classes I do that are instructed by you or the one that I come to more often just because of timing maybe is a, a yin practice, right? Which is, yeah, yeah which, I've, which I love. Um, and it might, be, it might be the one that I think I'd like to do this about. I'd like to make um, some of these podcasts about pushing guys towards yoga because I don't think enough guys do it. And definitely guys don't necessarily think it's that accessible for them or they don't want to do it because they think it's not a training session. You know, um, I think yin is the, the one that would be harder to get guys to do. But once I did it and saw the benefits of it, I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about yin and what it... Um, I can uh, totally resonate to that, to people not showing up to yoga class. There are especially practices as such as yin that is quite passive, it's quite static. It's because um, we kind of in a society believe that when we are not um, moving towards something really yank or what we say training, you know, athletic training and all physical exercises are burning calories, toning up the muscles and stuff, is you're not achieving anything. Yeah, <laughs> which we know is and bullshit, that, right? But well, it we, is. Know, we know it's bullshit. Yeah. I think we know. Yeah, and I, I was there. Trust me. I'm like, no, this is not for me. And even like, to be honest with you, if yoga for me, the beginning years, like when I started with Ashtanga, it was all physical and losing, mm. um, losing fat and getting fitter and being leaner and all that. For me, it was just physical, 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 you know, mm. until I reached to that yin and yang part of the practice. What we call it in yoga, the bhakti yoga, the spiritual part of yoga, the dedicated um, devotion yoga. So about yin. Um, so yin and yang, the class that you usually show up on Monday is my favorite class. 
Why is that? Because I kind of sequenced that class up and how I learned this um, style of yoga to teach is a very well-rounded class. What you do, you have the yang part, which is your endurance part, your gymnastic part, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> the exactly. vinyasa, the power yoga. Yeah. And you have the yin part, which I call it the shadow part, the inner work part. You know, that's where you find your your entry to that meditative state of mind. And it's not only that, it's really grateful for people that like like us, that we do a lot of training and we, need, we do require to find that parasympathetic mode of the body to allow the muscles to open up, even the joints, even the ligaments. Hmm. So that yin is that it's nourishing, it's repairing tissues. And then on top of all this, what is my favorite thing about that class is that breathing. I think recent studies, everybody knows that physical, yeah. a good physical practice, a good movements and exercises and yoga and all this is all incomplete if you cannot breathe properly. 100%. So, yeah. So I, I think like it's just as important, if not more. And um, that's, you know, what, like how I usually start my classes with pranayama, we call it in ancient yoga, so the breathing exercises which I think um, so for most people that I have been tapping into that breathing exercises of yoga, um, you definitely found a benefit during this challenging time. <laughs> like how yeah. good it is to have I've healthy spent lungs, time. You know? I've, I've honestly spent time during lockdown, you know, feeling, feeling stressed and, you know, or, or not even stressed, but, and just took a minute, took a moment to breathe. And I actually got into an app that is a, a breathing app and, 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 just spending time focusing on my breathing, whether it was the right pattern to breathe or whatever, it doesn't, for me, it didn't matter. The fact that I was just sitting still for 10, 15 minutes and, and breathing it re and I just stood up and my, my head was clear. I'm not going to it's not the headache that had gone. It wasn't anything like mm -hmm. that, but it was just, my head was clear. I'd stopped for a second. I think I'd stopped and stood still or lay still, you know, it was yeah. great. It's really helped me. And, uh, um, I will go down the, the back to the sort of um, my cat has been a nightmare. Sorry. The the yin being. Uh, I think if I'd have turned up on my day one, my, my day one, actually, of yoga, I, I think, and I've told this story on a cup on this podcast a few episodes ago, I was in Gold's Gym um, and I was it was my first time back in the gym after my summer holiday. And I was looking at my watch already. I was, I'd had a, a bit of time off of training and I was looking at my watch and I was 20 minutes into a training session and I'd never done that in 15 years of training. I wasn't enjoying being in the gym under the bar, bench pressing, lifting weights, doing pull-ups, doing squats. And I immediately, it was the last time I was in Gold's Gym. I've not been back since. I Googled yoga in Abu Dhabi. Yoga One came up and I went and drove there. I left the gym 45 minutes before I, before I usually would have done instead of forcing myself to stay there, I drove to yoga one and my first class was with Mina. And it was a, tough, oh. it was a Wednesday, it was a Wednesday morning, the, the, the tough one, as I'd call it, they're all tough. I but think that I remember was, that. Yeah. And um, Mina kind of said, look, it's, it's power vinyasa too, but we're doing something slightly different today. I think a few people had come back from their holidays. So she took it quite easy and it was an intense practice and I was covered in sweat. Now, if that session had been a yin practice, I would have gone back. I definitely would have gone back to yoga, but I'm not sure I was ready for to just like to just 
to the, to, mm -hmm. to the stretch. I'm just trying to get towards guys. I want to push guys towards yoga, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, I know. Um, there's, there's half an hour of your class that's lay still in certain stretches, right? About five or six stretches that are static for yeah. a period of time. Yeah, it's a period of time. So what I do usually basically in that particular class that you're mentioning, by the way, like just to go back into that, I took a yin yang dedicated yoga teacher training for 42 mm. days in Sri Lanka to become oh, wow. like to become a certified teacher and I mean not you don't really necessarily need to go through yin yang training to do that you can be a yin teacher and yang teacher to put mm. them together but I really like that because what it does that's what I do in the morning as well um you could just take like about 20 minutes passive stretches legs up the wall just to stretch your hips against the wall like do like a simple pigeon twist like on the floor and then start your training the range of motion and the stability of your joints and your muscle is beyond your imagination it opens the gate of the body that is your connecting tissues that's your fascia mm. and it does magic like whoever has tried that i keep encouraging people to do that because when i do it before my yoga class before my cross session and stuff like that there is a lot of contradiction towards that, but I am telling you from my experience with what my body works out the best because I kind of have a tone muscle. I'm quite tight, you know, compared to other yogis. I'm not as bendy, <laughs> yeah. but so yin definitely helps me because what it does, it changes the mood of fight, flight, freeze that we're constantly going on day by day today. So it decreases your stress. It decreases your stress mode. So you are able to allowing the body to losing its congestion. So when the muscles lose, you lose the congestion, you can get deeper into your connecting tissues. And then as well as your bones, your ligaments and all that, because they're all fascia, you know, the new studies, mm -hmm. we all know that, you know, it's all more compacted or more elusive fascia, but the whole body is wrapped around that. And what yin does, it literally leads through that connecting tissues openness. It basically works exactly what the acupuncturists do. They go through the meridian lines of your body based on the Chinese medicine. So we're not going to tap deep into that, but that's where the energy, the life force, the chi that runs through all these lines. So whether yeah. it's your inner hips, it's your other hips and stuff like that, opens up that. And then definitely for people like you and I, and for what I call them, the big bros. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is the best. But finding the stillness through yin is the hard part. Mm. I mean, who wants to really sit down and does nothing in four minutes? But I think if there is one time in this whole universe that we really need to get into that is right now. Yeah. Because we're the, here and we need it. <laughs> yeah. the, so it's um, like shooting two birds in with one stone, right? <laughs> It's the same sort of old story kind of, of like, it's the people that need it the most that won't do it. Like, mm -hmm. the, you know, I think the, there's some people who are, I'd call A type personalities that you'd like that, you know, that like to go hard, maybe, you know, they're, 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 they're the go, go, go. And they, they're the ones that need the yin the most, or, I mean, this is from my outside mm -hmm. perspective. And that's what I've benefited from more in the yoga, you know, of course I've benefited from the, um, you know the chaturangas and the and the and the like the the, the warrior and poses and stuff like that. They're they're strong for me. They're hard. I find them very challenging. But 
from a from a physical point of view that was already in my training before like that that stuff was in my training and i was hitting those muscle groups i know that there's more to the poses than just hitting the muscles but it was when i went to yin practices and also even just the the last sort of uh the the meditation at the end of a power vinyasa session or whatever it was that that i found i was gaining the most from of going to yoga and that that was the reason i kept coming back if if my first practice had been solely physical and i'd have felt the same when i walked out as though i'd been to the gym which i don't think i would have any any of your guys classes but nonetheless if i'd have felt the same and it had just been like a leg day i, I don't think i'd have felt the same desire to keep going back and i didn't i mean i did four a week for until lockdown pretty much i did, did four three or four yoga sessions a week from that first week and i definitely and i haven't stepped foot in a gym on other than my own training sessions until you know until early this year it hooked me but i think getting guys there's hard do you i mean it is it's true yeah yeah i i coach um I think, as you know, that I um, teach mobility and deep stretching, like active stretching classes to um, Muay Thai boxing mm. guys and as well as the CrossFit and rugby guys as well. So, and that's definitely my favorite. My favorite classes is always dealing with, you know. <laughs> showing, showing these guys that they're quite, uh, yeah. you know out of their comfort zone the <laughs> exactly. yeah. it's really good so and i really enjoy that but um that's exactly like the area that you know it's a, it's a, like a gentle wall comes towards that i'm like oh why did you try to deep stretching my mobility class because that's more like an active you know um, movement and all that but at the end there is yoga into it there is instruct mm. there instructors being there being present because Correct me if I'm wrong. Yoga is pretty much is the only exercise that you're fully head to toe checking yourself out while you're doing it, right? Mm. Because you can't, yeah, yeah, right? Your toes, your calves. Oh my God, my hips. Is it rotating? Is it not? Is my breath is there? Am I like, what's going on? Right side of the mat, left side of the mat. And that's just being in prison. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I'll be focused right. on one part of the movement that I've heard cued before, like maybe pushing, spreading my fingers apart on, on the mat or whatever that you've cued me with. And, and then, you know, the, 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 the instructor will say, your leg's not straight. I'm like, Oh, I was thinking about my fingers. <laughs> like, what are you telling me about my legs That's for? I've got, look, look at my fingers. My fingers are in the perfect place. Forget my legs for the time being, you know, and it, that, I mean, that comes with time, right? That, yeah. yeah, that comes with time, but like you need to pay attention to the yoga class or when you practice yoga, it, it requires, drawing in it's the inner work pretty much mm. you know like mm. you know we do crossfit we do other exercises you kind of check out your forms and you want to you know use the same muscles and stuff but it's not like yoga it's not like yin it's not like oh there is a tension oh my god like there there is something that i um, need to pay attention to you know you listen to your body and that's where yeah. chakra started working that's how the energy expands and all that it doesn't work whether you know it or not, you know, like you don't need exactly. to have the whole ancient or verdict yogas and knowledge to, to feel that. Yeah. You, know, you just show yeah. up and it does it work, which is why when you go to Javasana, it's like, wow, I'm so like letting go. I'm, I'm here. I'm still. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The, one of the things that I've, I said about uh, one of my big, um, sort of uh you know praise of, of of i think yoga in general but i did a 
I did one of my other classes that I uh, that I'd done at, a, at was at a gym, and it was eight years ago or so. And the problem with yoga in a gym for me is that that side of it that I benefit from the the the, the headspace, my head being clear and um, just medit basically meditating for for at least half an hour of the of the practice of going there. Even the drive to yoga I find is quite relaxing and cathartic. <laughs> and um, the the when you do it in a gym there's this energy that's outside people pumping iron and you know and doing deadlifts and spinning in a studio next door and i came out of it and immediately i was hit with and the other problem was this was my place of work at the time it was a big gym back in the uk and i did a yoga practice and i walked out and immediately i was hit with all this like um opposite energy of what i wanted i wanted to walk out i wanted to have you know 15 minutes to reflect on what i'd done um and uh, yeah, I think the fact that Yoga One is a yoga studio, solely a yoga studio, and it was foreign to me when I, it was the first yoga studio I'd ever been in because all the others previous to that had been a yoga class in a gym, which I don't think you get. I think you lose out on a large percentage of the benefit of yoga with it being in a, the wrong environment for it, you know? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, from the business, business part of uh, yoga, they always say, oh, it has to be a complimentary or accessory thing. But I don't think so. The energy of yoga should be completely isolated from, mm, yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, there's, there's a few things I've stolen as well. I should probably uh, confess to like, like not <laughs> stolen from yoga um, and le learned a lot, like from a training myself and business point of view. And I've, I immediately became aware that I was now a client to you guys. I had no obligation to look good. You know, I was a, I was a, I wasn't a yogi. So I had, it was almost that guy kind of thing of like, I don't, it's okay to be shit at this because I'm a guy that's <laughs> lifted weights for 15 years. I'm not supposed to be good at this. Whereas if I go, if I was to go to a CrossFit, which isn't my thing, I'd feel an obligation to be look like, oh, you know, you've got to kind of be able to do this, Tim. It's your, it's been your thing for the last 15 years. Whereas when I went to yoga, Immediately, I was a client. I was uh, I was being taught by you guys, and I was open, completely open to learning from the instructors. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, a couple of things I've stolen. One is um, just reflecting at the end of a practice. So even my training now is a practice. I go a run, and I come in and lie down as though I've just done a yoga session, and 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 reflect on the practice, meditate after it, and absorb the goodness from from the run you know i think jumping in a shower and going straight to work isn't if you can possibly not do that it's You're not ideal on, on. Do yang 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 <laughs> exactly exactly the other thing was i've stolen and uh it, it was um my again I, I i got into i went to yoga one immediately that day and it was kind of not just physical a physical thing for me but it was mental as well and it really did cheer me up um to get taught by you guys and meet a bunch of people and all the rest of it. And then on my birthday, you, um, I mean, this is as much of a business thing as anything else, but you guys, I mean, there have been 15, 20 people in the class. It was a bit embarrassing. Um, tw you know, <laughs> sang happy birthday to me. And uh, it was really good because to be honest, those three or four months that I'd been doing yoga then was, it was, it made my life so much better in all different ways. Um, and it choked me up a little bit. I, I had to rush out because I didn't want to cry in front of people. <laughs> oh. um, and, and, and since then as well, hey, it, ma it, it made me realize <laughs> that we as coaches are more to our clients, you, 
are more to me than just a, a class that they go to. So I've started kind of get my guys to do a birthday thing if they want to just make a point that, you know, it was more than just going to a yoga class for me. It had become a bunch of people that I like being around, being taught by, and especially I think yoga more than fitness can do that for people. So yeah. that was, there are a couple of, a uh, couple of so things. So we always say, mm, definitely um, one of the things that you see in yoga more than anything else um, that I've experienced, um, you know that I do all different types of things. Um, yoga brings community together. It does. Mm. It's one of those things that you come in and you, you, you say bye, you started getting to know people. Although in Abu Dhabi, it's a very strange vibe, as you notice. You know, you say hi to people, you don't really get greetings back and stuff. But yoga is a very safe invitation. You know, people, people are smiling, people are more grounded, you know. There is less competition, there is more invitation, you know. And there are different styles, you know. There's everything for everyone um, that they can... They just come and experience. I'm like, okay, yeah, if I cannot do this, I can do this at least. But then I'm seeing, I'm staying here. I mean, you barely can, you, you barely see people like coming to yoga classes, talking about different styles and they say, oh, that's, that wasn't for me. Uh, no, it rarely no. it happens. It rarely mm. happens. You know, mm. like, but like back to what you say about like mm, athletes not really showing up to different exercises. It's, we all want to be good, but we don't want to become better. Don't you agree? Like in mm. all aspects of life, right? It's just, um, and then what does uh, mm, this guy says? Sorry, I forgot. I don't want to copy somebody's code and <laughs> put it under my name. <laughs> um, anyways, like it's usually like you don't want to change because there is no better alternative, you know, or you haven't yet what we say shit hasn't hit the fan yet so yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to try something else. only in these two conditions you you are willing to try something new so tom meyer so he's the anatomist he's the one who discovered fascia um he says for a healthy body you need to bounce you need to bounce the body like running like swimming like biking things that you know glides the fascia on top of one another you need to load weight the muscles they need to region away, then they need that weight to tone up to become yeah. stronger, to hold on to the joints and the stability. And you need to lengthen your muscle. You need to find that stretch and you need to find that what we're back in the end. Finding so that there is there is three there is three points, are they? So yes. we'll just go over those again. That was bounce. So some form of um I suppose yeah, bounce like a bounce trembling. A run, Running, trampoline, swimming, skipping, yeah. well, even boxing or yeah, basically endurance. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Even uh, five minutes just jumping up and down in the morning. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Makes second one you said then was a load. So um, loading weight, resistance training. Which resistance you put yoga training. in, right? You put yoga in that bracket. You put, um, but like um, I'm one of those yoga teachers that I say yoga is not everything. Because there are a few things about it. Um, uh, you're missing endurance in yoga. Not endurance. Excuse me. I will um, rephrase that. You're missing um, cardio in mm. yoga. Or like um, what you gain from running or, you know, doing your biking and all this thing. Mm. And one thing that is um, strongly missing in yoga is missing the pulling action. So what we do in yoga is that. a lot Especially of if you've come yeah. from a, a background of resistance training and it was mm -hmm. one note I had and obviously and I don't necessarily think everybody would know it but you know every 
bro would know it, but you, it's what you're missing because in, in a plank position, you're pressing. In a chaturanga, you're pressing. In, even in a handstand, you're pressing. You're never really pulling. Um, oh yeah, yeah, which, is um, why, which is why I went to started doing CrossFit training and all that because I was dealing with a chronic shoulder injury and okay. glutes. Because and the, the, I had, third, the third one is oh, list. Oh, let's go back there. The yeah, third one in the list was uh, lengthening the muscle. So okay, so there's lots of that in yoga, stretch. right? Yeah, that's lots that's yoga. You yeah. don't do that in anything else, really. You don't. I mean, you do a little bit of mobility workout mm. in other things, but you know that three minutes of stretching at the end of your CrossFit class uh, it doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And it, you know what? I'll just um, there's just a couple of other things I wanted to touch on before, but before I do, I'll say you pointed out. You said to me about. In fact, I think it was one of our, our in our messages there. One of the last things you said was you're starting to develop a, a yoga body. Now, I'd have a, a year ago, I'd have disputed this and, and said, like, look, you kind of, you've got what you're given from a shape point of view. Like, I've got narrow shoulders. I'm not a particularly mm -hmm. broad guy or, um, you know, a swimmer's body isn't, a sw isn't give, a swimmers have their body because, they've gravitated towards swimming not because swimming has made them tall and wide it's because they happen to be good at it the small short guys don't do swimming because mm -hmm. they lose and they don't end up on the olympic stage therefore we you know what i mean um yeah but uh, from what you said to me that day and you know what i i the the, the immediate thing i think of is being able to open my shoulders up and and to do a, a wheel which is mm -hmm. definitely mm -hmm. changed my body because that first day it wasn't happening and it might not look that obvious to people, but I definitely feel de just prouder in my chest and opening my shoulders for people who can't see because this is an audio format. I'm putting my <laughs> arms out. It's things that just wouldn't have happened a while ago. And I do believe that, yeah, there is a, a certain body uh, uh, you know, type to, to, to when you do yoga and it does start to evolve as you, become more flexible as then we talked about stretching and um yeah and, and that was a, a i was like oh yeah and you know what i really liked i took that as a compliment a, a nice compliment because um i, I think guys are, again are falling unless you're telling them that they look big and they look strong then they're not <laughs> going to take it as a compliment which, which i think it should be i feel much more happy with my body now than i did a year ago when i was doing nothing yeah really. i felt like I felt like you were leaner, let's say, and yeah. definitely back into will, which is a strong back bend. So yoga works on the fascia, basically that. Let's go back to that connecting tissues. We can reform that because fascia has viscosity and elasticity, right? So you reform that shape. So what happens, you're more receptive because your heart is more open, your chest is more open, right? So it's not only that physical experience, but that physical also leads into like, you feel like, you kind of have like more space. You kind of like, don't you feel that? Especially mm. after the will, a backbend makes you feel really good. Like yeah. I can guarantee that. Like it's definitely a one go to, especially for lifestyle that we're dealing with a lot of sitting, a lot of slouching, a lot of lifting or thing. We all crunch down into the shoulders. Mm. Whereas when you go to the counter, you definitely open up a lot of space there and that changes the whole posture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last uh, sort of little thing I'll, we'll go over is I've been doing a lot less yoga since lockdown because I like the, I like the class environment. I, I have, <laughs> I have done a lot less. Yeah. 
Why um, don't you come to our online classes? I should. <laughs> I should. But I, I really like the, I've got quite a scatty brain. And if there's, you know, look, there's a guitar on the wall behind me. There's some dumbbells over here. You mm. know, my cat's running around. I've, I could cook if I wanted to. I need a clear space. But this is a selfish question, but I think people who listen to this will appreciate it as well. If you're going to give like three tips for someone to do yoga at home at the moment, because we know we, ultimately we want them to come to your classes lately, but um, uh, <laughs> that's, not happen, that's not happening for a while. So if we want to do yoga at home, we could check out your online stuff, which, which we'll put in as a fourth, but the three things, um, th- three little tips for doing some yoga at home, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes, what would you, uh, what, what would you say? Can you got three things for us? Yeah. Um, so allow me to just allow, um, say that. So yoga as yoga, physical practice is incomplete. You know, what, what I call yoga is a lot. Is that breathing? Is that mindset? Is showing up? Is that physical movement? So can I put that three tips into three M's? Is that possible? Yeah, go on so it's yeah. not directly into that physical, but so it's three M's. I would say start your morning with three M's. The first M is is your mm, the first M is your your mindset. Okay. I'm sorry. I need to go back. Can you cut that off? <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. No, it's fine. I'm not cutting that out. You, you, you made a little mistake, like we all do lately. It's fine. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> so your your first M. I start my first M with mindfulness. So mindfulness could be meditation, could be reading exercise, or just could be just sitting still for two minutes. Just silently come out of your bed, sit down, close your eyes, just find that um, stillness, find that, because your mind is a little bit clearer in the morning. So find that space to empty, to shower your brain. And the second M is movement. So that movement would be, just do five easy sun salutations or just rolling into the child pose, taking some cobra rolls into the child pose, coming to the standing, do a little bit of that bouncing two minutes and then twist side to side, find that rotation through your spine, extension, flexion, twist, experience all that. So reset your spine. And if you want just a couple of push-ups or anything that it resonates to you to your practice take a little bit of down dog mass inversion and that's pretty much you've discovered all your seven chakras so you let the energy to flow in through your body and outside of your body yeah whatever makes sense to you mm. and then at the end is the mindset the mindset what i would say is the affirmat um of the day you know whether it's a gratitude where it's like who like lately i've been working on um I'm taking this workshop with Dr. Joe Dispenser. It's like, so today, this week, who do you not want to be? <laughs> what are the things that you do that doesn't serve your truth or your project or what you want to be in life or who you want to be in life? Well, like journal something, you know, just trying to just write down a few things. That would yeah. be your mindset. So we had there, I'll go, I'll just repeat those. It was meditation, movement, mindset. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is awesome. Great. That's, uh, I think that's been, I think we've comprehensively covered uh, yourself and uh, your, your yoga sort of, uh, your, your yoga theory or your, your yoga, what, am I, what word am I after? You know, your, your approach to yoga, I feel like we've covered there. And um, anything we need to sort of check you out on uh, Instagram or Yoga One's page or your own page or both? Yeah, I have my own page. So I have Laylee Yoga on Instagram. I have... Um 
Laylee.yoga, that's my website. And um, yeah, in these two portals, I'm available. Some videos we have um, posted on the YouTube, our YouTube channel, and there are more to go. I've prepared some content and yeah. soon to be published. Yeah. Awesome. Stay in awesome. touch. Yeah, thank you and very much. I hope much, to see Lily. you soon, Tim, on the yes. map. You stay online. I'll say <laughs> goodbye in a second. But for now, guys, that's been us, myself and Laylee. Uh, coffee drinking uh, <laughs> coaches drinking coffee and uh, i'll see you in the next episode or i'll hear from you you'll hear from me in the next episode thanks guys bye